Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. It's a 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Touchdown! Let's play ball. Friends, it's Father Rico. What's new with you? Today we're going to study one of the Psalms, Psalm 23. I would suggest that Psalm 23 is likely the most well-known Psalm in the scriptures. And yes, it's just one of many powerful Psalms that we can reflect upon. So let's take the time together. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his namesake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. Powerful, beautiful words found to us in the scriptures. Friends, why does everyone love Psalm 23 so much? What's your favorite psalm? Is it this one? Mine's Psalm 27. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I want you to look it up. Regardless of what our favorite psalm is, Most of the Psalms were written by King David, which were expressed about how he felt in his relationship with God. Today though, let's focus on Psalm 23 and why most people love it so much. Often Psalm 23 is proclaimed or read at a funeral. While this Psalm absolutely applies to the life that is to come, it very much has to do with the life that we are currently living and so should not just be a psalm used for funerals, but should be used at all times. The first line is one of the most beautiful lines in the psalms. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. Jesus being our shepherd talks about an intimacy and a desire to care for the sheep. The shepherd is the one who cares for the sheep placing their needs before his own. Jesus does so by offering himself for our salvation. And yet it also talks about the fact of not wanting, recognition that our needs are met by God, and that if we do not receive something, then it must not be God's plan for us. Being able to lie down in green pastures gives us a sense of peace how God blesses us with creation, the sun, the moon, the stars, our home, our backyard, places where we feel safe, enjoying a coffee or a drink, our expressions of gratitude when we enjoy certain flavors of food. Think about how God calms you and brings you peace. Isn't he amazing? He leads me beside still waters and restores my soul. How many of us are on the bank of Lake Ontario or up at the cottage or on the beach somewhere and see the waters crashing over the rocks or perhaps coming up to us as we lie on the sand on the seashore? 
when we see creation, we recognize the power and the magnitude of God on a hike, on a mountain, sitting on a hill, or perhaps just taking in the beautiful fragrance of freshly cut grass, so long as you're not allergic, of course. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil. How many trials and tribulations we face in our life, and yet God is always with us. And it can be easy to forget that at times, but just because I forget it doesn't mean that God has forgotten us. So even in our darkest moment, friends, a cancer diagnosis, the loss of a loved one, getting a pink slip at work, being rejected by a loved one. Whatever our darkest valley is, we fear no evil. Why? Because you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Just as a child finds solace in the arms of their parents, in a hug or a kiss, each of us should find solace in the loving embrace of God who walks with us through our lives, who lifts us up when injustices and sufferings come, and he places us in the palm of his almighty hand. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Again, God lifts us up and cares for us. He feeds us with his flesh and blood and his word in the Eucharist and in the liturgy of the word at Mass. He calls each of us to be his hands and feet. We are to share the love of God in our daily lives. He anoints our head with oil, our cup overflows. Our hearts, our lives, our souls overflow with the grace and peace that come to us from God. Surely mercy and goodness shall follow me all the days of my life. Is this not an expression of faith, friends? That each of us, no matter how short or how long our lives are, each day God walks with us. And so if we truly believe that his goodness and mercy follow us, all the days of our life, then indeed we dwell in the house of the Lord. Why? Not because we all live at our local church, but rather it's that we are in the presence of God who wishes to bless us, each and every one of us, abundantly. So friends, as we pray Psalm 23, and it puts a smile on our face, comforts us, when we mourn the loss of a loved one or gives us hope in the face of trial or adversity. Wherever we find ourselves, may we use this psalm and many others to give worship of God, to bring hope to ourselves and profess the truth that God is with us. God is with you, my friend. Take some time today and pray this psalm, or perhaps your favorite psalm. And then let's rejoice for the ever-present God who looks upon you with great joy. For God's Playbook, I'm Father Rico. God loves you, and so do I. If you like what you hear, 
please consider supporting us on our Ko-Fi, K-O-F-I, or GoFundMe at God's Playbook Podcast. Thanks, and God bless.